Welcome to an audio teaching from Windsor Park Baptist Church in Auckland, New Zealand. If you would like to look at the message notes or see some questions for reflection that take their lead from today's teaching, head to our website, windsorpark.org.nz and head to the online tab where you'll see services and series and you can download different resources from there. Thanks for joining us and we hope you're encouraged by today's teaching. Kia ora everybody. Well, most of you will know if you know me that Joe and I are in a period of our lives where rapid expansion is the story of our family life. Our eldest grandson, Mason, turns four in April, but since his birth, four other grandchildren have come along. We've got a handful of little people, which we obviously love. One of the things I enjoy about having grandchildren is the chance to play with toys again. In particular, a box of wooden blocks that my dad made for our children. I love building towers that are taller than the kids are currently. And the kids love pushing my towers down as soon as I've finished or even before I've finished. The key to building a good tower, whether that be with wooden blocks as I do, or a real tower or a real building, is of course its foundations. You must have good foundations for anything good to be built that will last. The same is true for our lives. The foundations that we put in place as we learn and as we grow enable us to become more resilient and secure as we grow in age. This is particularly true in our spiritual lives, which is why for the last two weeks, as I've been talking about our vision here at Windsor Park, I felt led to talk through two significant stories from the Bible that challenge us to grow strong foundations in our faith that enable us to not only mature and thrive as individuals, but also enable us to be present and useful in the lives of others as they face the rigors of doing life and faith together. The parallels are also relevant for us as a community of faith, as a local church, wherever we are. And as I round out this three-week series on vision today, I want to remind us of the foundations we have here at Windsor Park that enable us as a group of people to continue to be effective as we age as a church that is now in our 73rd year. Many of us are familiar with the story of what God has done through Windsor Park, but as I said last week, we should never allow familiarity to make us comfortable. We should always be allowing our foundations to push us further into being people of ongoing courage and faith, so that those who are new to the story, and some of you may be very new to it, so that you might see the inspiration that God has given in abundance as we continue to build a legacy for the future, for our children and for our children's children. Just like the wooden blocks that my dad's great-grandchildren are now playing with. It's a legacy for them. As I've been thinking and praying about foundations and legacy, I've been drawn towards some specific words of Jesus. Words that are both repetitive and significantly thematic throughout the gospel accounts where the words of Jesus are recorded. While many people would say that Jesus talked about love quite a lot, and he did, the biggest theme that he talked about was in fact the kingdom of heaven 
or the kingdom of God. These phrases are used interchangeably throughout the Gospels. And from this point on, I'm just going to refer to the kingdom of God as that's the language that I generally use the most, you would have heard me say. So I'll just use that phrase. The kingdom of God is a big theme for Jesus. Depending on the translation that you read, the kingdom of God is mentioned between 120 to 130 times. In many of Jesus' parables, he explains something about the kingdom. Matthew uses the kingdom of heaven, the other phrase, 32 times alone. And there's a nice flow in the kingdom language. In Matthew chapter 3, verse 2, John the Baptist preached that the kingdom of God was coming. Jesus preached in Luke 4.43 that the kingdom of God has come. And in Matthew 10.7 and Luke 10.9, Jesus then appointed his apostles, his disciples, to go and teach that the kingdom of heaven has come, which they continue to do after Jesus' death and ascension. For example, in Acts chapter 8, verse 12, it says, But when they believed Philip as he proclaimed the good news of the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ, they were baptized, both men and women. That's what was being proclaimed. The kingdom of God is the reality that God's reign, his rule, his authority, his his presence is here with us, among us. We can perhaps think of it like an earthly kingdom. Here in Aotearoa, New Zealand, we're part of the Commonwealth, a free association of sovereign states comprising the United Kingdom and a number of its former dependencies who have chosen to maintain ties of friendship and practical cooperation. We, here in New Zealand, are one of them. And we acknowledge Charles as king. He is the head of this kingdom. Of course, the Commonwealth pales into insignificance compared to the kingdom of God, but you can hopefully see the comparison. Well, as I said, Jesus teaches extensively about the kingdom of God. This is what he came to proclaim, as Luke records Jesus saying in Luke chapter 4, verse 43. I must proclaim the good news of the kingdom of God to the other towns also, because that is why I was sent. We then see Jesus using story after story after story to describe what the kingdom of God looks like. And if we are the people of God involved in his mission, this is our mandate too, to proclaim what it looks like to be living in the kingdom of God with us. I want to use one of Jesus' stories as we consider the foundations that have been laid through our small involvement as representatives of the kingdom of God in our community. Well, Jesus says this in Matthew chapter 13, verses 24 to 30, as he is talking to crowds of people. The kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field. But while everyone was sleeping, his enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat and went away. When the wheat sprouted and formed heads, then the weeds also appeared. The owner's servants came to him and said, Sir, didn't you sow good seed in your field? Where then did the weeds come from? An enemy did this, he replied. The servants asked him, Do do you want us to go and pull them up? No, he answered, because while you are pulling the weeds, you may uproot the wheat with them. Let both grow together until the harvest. 
At that time, I will tell the harvesters, first collect the weeds and tie them in bundles to be burned, then gather the wheat and bring it into my barn. Jesus then talks about the kingdom of God some more to the crowd. But a little later, Jesus is alone with his disciples in a house and they say to him in verses 36 to 43, Hey Jesus, explain to us the parable of the weeds in the field. He answered, The one who sowed the good seed is the son of man. The field is the world and the good seed stands for the people of the kingdom. The weeds are the people of the evil one, and the enemy who sows them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the age, and the harvesters are angels. As the weeds are pulled up and burned in the fire, it will be at the end of the age. The Son of Man will send out his angels, and they will weed out of his kingdom everything that causes sin, and all who do evil. They will throw them into the blazing furnace, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth, then the righteous will shine like the sun in the kingdom of their father. Whoever has ears, let them hear. Now, this is obviously quite a confronting parable, particularly the last part. But at the same time, I think it's a beautiful picture by which we can see the fingerprints of God on the church that we are part of. And I want to give you Three pictures to think about. Three comparisons that we can make out of Jesus' description of the parable of the weeds. Verse 37, in his description, Jesus says, The one who sowed the good seed is the Son of Man. Now, the term Son of Man is a little contentious, but it is used 81 times in the Gospels. So, again, it's significant. Now, without getting into the detail of why that term is used, the Son of Man is Jesus. So, in this parable, he's referring to himself as being the person who sows the good seed of the kingdom of God, which sounds absolutely correct. The good news that we proclaim is the good news of the reality of the kingdom of God with us, through Jesus our Savior who gives us access to the kingdom by faith alone in him. And this access is available for anyone who repents, who kind of turns from the ways of the world to the ways of Jesus, repents and believes. We took a year to describe that last year in our journey through Romans. In verse 38, at the beginning of verse 38, Jesus says, The field is the world, and the good seed stands for the people of the kingdom. This is where we come in. The good seed stands for the people of the kingdom. For those of us who have received the good news by faith, we are the good seed. Those who are being transformed by the Spirit of God with us through our our repentance, our our belief, our, our following of Jesus. And we are being planted, sown into the world to proclaim the kingdom of God as Jesus did. Now, how have we done that at the church that we call Windsor Park? Well, I think it's an incredibly inspiring story that I'm super humbled to be a small part of with you and with many other people. The highlights? Well, it starts back in November 1948. And then with a a small group of people from Milford Baptist Church in 1950, that results in Calvary Baptist Church being constituted on the 5th of September 1951. 
From there, a shift to a new property on Beach Road means a name change to Murray's Bay Baptist in 1957, then a further shift to this converted pub where I am speaking to you from in 1996, which means another name change to Windsor Park Baptist Church because we are in a suburb called Windsor Park. Our history has been marked by stories of courage and entrepreneurship. A story with many people contributing new ideas about how we, the people of the kingdom, seek to grow the good seed that has been planted. Gifted people, generous people, faithful people, praying people, all manner of people chipping in to steward a church that is not ours, but dedicating ourselves to grow the foundations of faith so that as we grow, the kingdom of God is also grown. Apart from all the usual activities of a church, we have purposefully sought to nurture the good seed through the birth of three other entities or structures that are kind of part of who we are. Firstly, the Community Services Trust Board was planted in 1991 in an attempt to care for people in the community struggling with mental health illness. The trust was renamed as Te Arahau in 1997 and then equipped in 2005. We're good at changing names. To this day, around 80 staff of Equip work in an organization that is clearly identified as a Christian response to need, delivering all kinds of services to around 1,500 people and their families each year. It's one of only three faith-based mental health organizations in our country. The good seed is being watered by people of the kingdom. In 2011, Windsor Park Hub Limited was constituted to be a Christian presence in the marketplace. From there, we now employ, again, about 80 staff through two childcare centers, a graphic design agency, and the first fully church-owned funeral home in New Zealand. From the cradle to the grave, the good seed is being watered by people of the kingdom. In 2018, to enable some of our community-facing care services to be more integrated into the community, uh, the wider community, the Windsor Park Life Care Trust was constituted. Today, a small team of staff and a large team of volunteers seamlessly care for hundreds of people through five diverse project categories. The good seed is being watered by people of the kingdom. Outside of these three little structures, we've done a bunch of other things. In 2018, with a heart to support a church who asked for support and to be better together for the purposes of the kingdom of God, Waiheke Island Baptist became part of us, allowing economies of scale to give those who live on Waiheke Island 100% involvement in the task of mission on their island paradise. Kia ora koutou to those of you at Waiheke Island. <laughs> The good seed is being watered by people of the kingdom. In 2020, as part of our need to pivot during the COVID-19 global pandemic, we launched a dedicated online campus in an attempt to connect with people that we may not connect with physically. Now, something that is now very much part of who we are, as the good seed is being watered by people of the kingdom. Kia ora koutou to those of us involved in the online campus. As of today, the Windsor Park group, the language that we use to kind of bring this all together, is a staff team of about 180 people, a volunteer team in the hundreds, a combined budget of over $12 million, 
and thousands of people who are good seeds being nurtured to grow spiritually to support the ongoing work of the kingdom of God. It's a powerful story. And the last part of what Jesus talks about is this, verse 38b and the beginning of verse 39. The weeds are the people of the evil one. And the enemy who sows them is the devil. In many ways, what Jesus says here is very sobering, but it's real and it's part of the world that we live in and know. While the Son of Man sows the good seed, which is the people of the kingdom, there always has been and always will be opposition. Described here as being people who are like weeds, who who seek to oppose the work of the kingdom. And that is why we are so strong. That is why we are so intent on allowing the word of God to equip us, to strengthen us, to help us enjoy the water that Jesus gives that will become a spring of water welling up to eternal life, as we read a few weeks ago in John 4.14, so that we can cope with the weeds that seek to oppose the work of the kingdom. Folks, the kingdom of God has been planted in the fields of our community, the fields of our nation, and the fields of our world by people of the kingdom who have been part of this church for 73 years. Our calling has been to plant in creative ways that bear fruit. We are prophetically wide and very deep in who we are as just one participant in God's global church. But as we continue to plant, we recognize the challenges that seek to restrict us The challenge of sustainability, the challenge of apathy, the challenge of a society increasingly suspicious of those who speak in the name of Jesus. So Jesus is saying that life within the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God, is is always going to be lived in tension. Good seed will be growing in tension with growing weeds. There is going to be good and evil in the same field. And Jesus has already told his disciples in a previous story that thorns or weeds always try to choke the good plants because that's what weeds do. This is going to be the reality of the kingdom of God on this earth. It's not always going to be easy. Importantly, and perhaps very challengingly, Jesus says in verse 25, back towards the beginning of the story, that these weeds... These things that will compete with the goodness of God come into our lives when we're asleep, when we're not paying attention, perhaps when we're comfortable. As we continue to nurture the kingdom of God, the good seeds of which are sown in the fields of this world by people of the kingdom, let's be constantly seeking the voice of the Spirit as he nurtures and grows our faith, as we ascribe to live like Jesus lived for the sake of others who we serve through word and deed so that they might know the reality of the overflowing goodness of the kingdom of God that that Jesus came to proclaim has arrived and is with us. Folks, we, we do a lot as part of what we call the Windsor Park and with all of our other words. 
I could go on about the need for your support, whether that be financial or your participation as volunteers, as prayers, as encouragers, but mainly here is all I ask. That we stay united in our overarching desire to grow the foundations of faith and trust and hope in the name of Jesus. That we remain committed to being people of the living word who allow the transformation of our minds to push us towards not living according to the pattern of this world, but who offer our bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. If we stay true to the rhythm of being watered by the living water, then the good seed of the Son of Man will continue to germinate into positive growth of the kingdom of God. That has been our story. And may we continue to add chapters to that story as we continue to live day by day. May God use us, brothers and sisters in Christ, for his purposes and for the purpose of the kingdom of God, which has come among us. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word that is challenging The parable of the weeds, it goes right through to end times and it presents some fairly graphic ideas about that. Father, today we are living in your world. We are people of the kingdom. We are the seed that has been sown by Jesus, the Son of Man, to help germinate and grow the the goodness of God. So, Father, I simply pray that each one of us who says that we are followers of yours, that we would take the responsibility to keep growing in our faith seriously, to keep putting foundation stones and blocks uh, and put things together in our lives that enable us to, to keep growing, to keep maturing, that our faith becomes more robust, more real, more practical, That not only would we grow in faith, but that we would be people that help others grow in faith. So, Father, thank you for the the little community of faith called Windsor Park that we are part of. Part of the body of Christ globally. You've given us some unique aspects to who we are, and we're grateful for that. Help us to steward it well. Help us to be good stewards of our lives and to contribute to each other and to be united in our desire to to grow deep roots in you and to remain together to see our homes, our streets, our nation understand and experience the goodness of the kingdom of God. Thank you that you're with us by your spirit. We look towards you as we head into the future. In Jesus' name. Thank you for joining our audio teaching today. If there are ways that we can continue to support you or help you in your journey, please reach out to us. Head to our website, windsorpark.org.nz, and you'll find various ways to contact us. God bless.